This session of Wisconsin Real Estate Today has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast and let others know if you found this content useful. Until next time, make today your best day. Hello, everybody. This is your host, John Gescheidmeyer, with a very timely edition of Wisconsin Real Estate Today. Now, let's put everything in perspective. If you are listening to this podcast, um, by the time this podcast is even published, things may have changed. And it's March of 2020. Uh, We're dealing with a pandemic that we've never seen before, at least in my lifetime. And I won't tell you how old I am, but let's just say I'm not young. Um, But I think it's important that our listeners understand and put in perspective really the global market. And I want to go through a couple things with you today in this podcast to get you to at least understand where we're at and the effect that that real estate will have, uh, the effect that this pandemic will have upon real estate. And what I did is I put out a video to all of our agents, all of our followers, our vendors. It went out to about 4,000 people or so. And essentially, I just talked about the 2019 year in review, what's been happening so far in 2020, and ultimately what we believe and what I believe will be the effect on the market for what we're dealing with today. So let's put everything into perspective just for a second. We're in a great economy. Our economy hasn't really necessarily changed, but it certainly will. You know, having a lot of people um, shut out from their work and their offices, layoffs, I mean, let's be honest, that's going to have an effect economically for sure. You see, I mean, if you looked at the Dow Jones Industrial or the NASDAQ, of course, if you look at those averages, you would think that um, the world is literally spinning out of control. We need to understand that the economy is still very strong. We need to understand that although this is unprecedented and we have not seen this before, that ultimately it's not going to have an effect. I think the biggest thing that people are concerned about, and I certainly am no economist, but I think the biggest thing that people are concerned about today is what if we get knocked into a recession? How is that going to have a general effect on the economy? Well, of course, it doesn't have a great effect on the economy, right? But I'll tell you, in the last couple recessions that we've had, um, dating back many years, real estate has appreciated actually rather rather nicely. So I, I don't anticipate there to be much of an issue personally uh, when it comes to the longevity of the market. Now, if you are retiring today, your plans have maybe changed a little bit, right? I mean, that um, you're, you've seen your retirement kind of dwindle, uh, your retirement account dwindle a little bit. But if you are doing what you were supposed to be doing and you're working with a trusted financial expert, you're probably very liquid now anyway. In other words, you're in a lot of cash. You're in a lot of very valuable, uh, very value-driven and cash-driven um, you know, bonds and entities, wh- wh- whatever. I, again, I'm not, a, I'm not a financial advisor, but, I, but you're, you're in safe investments. Let's put it that way. Real estate um, is, it tends to be the, the safest, for sure. And again, I, I want to take just a minute and put in perspective where 19 ended, where 2020 is beginning, and what I think is going to happen. And then we'll give you some suggestions. Because, of course, the way we do business has changed, for sure. So 2019, the median sale price in Wisconsin was 198000 roughly. 
Now, in, in the metro Milwaukee area, in the southeast region of the state, where we are in the metro Milwaukee area, the average sale price or the median sale price was 214500 And by the way, those numbers are the highest we've seen ever. So we, we've surpassed a lot of the previous issues and problems that we've had, right? So the number of home sales that we've had the last few years are in line with one another. In other words, there's been slight fluctuations over the last four years, but the number of sales has remained relatively constant. We have an all-time high uh, of renters. If you're a renter considering buying a home and you're listening to this podcast, you know, your rents are not going down for sure. There's a little more competition than you may be used to, and some of the really nice places are harder to find. But let's talk about the real estate inventory. We've talked about this before, and I'm sure you, this is nothing new if you pay attention to the news even remotely. Inventory remains low, and it will remain low for a long time. I just don't see that, that, hap- that, in, that improving. And, and here's why. Builders would love to build a lot of $300,000 homes. They could make a, you know, a, a good amount of money on that. But the problem is the physical costs of acquiring the land your material costs, now your labor costs, which have gone up tremendously. If you're not aware, we do have a, a, very, um, a very concentrated labor shortage when it comes to some of our contractors. Um, you know, gone are the days where you encourage your children to, uh, all of your children to go to school uh, in college. The, the days of going into the tech colleges, the schools, by vocation, um, are certainly there today. Prices have increased year over year in almost every part of the state, and the south central part of the state has seen the biggest the biggest appreciation. But competition remains stiff, and especially in the two hundred to three hundred and fifty thousand dollar range. And, and I'll say in Waukesha County, where I live and where we do a lot of our business, you know, two hundred seventy five thousand to two to three twenty five, two fifty to three twenty five. Those ranges are crazy. And, um, and I don't see that changing. Um, so if you're thinking about selling, you know, all of these components are really good. I mean, now is the time to consider this for sure. My, my prediction is that the coronavirus, the COVID-19 virus, um, the, the, it, it will have a little overall effect on the market. However, it could potentially have some disruptions. See, one of the things that Adam Contos talks about, who's a friend of mine, our CEO with Remax, and he's been saying this for about a year and a half now since he took over, is ignore the noise. I don't, I don't watch the news. I, I get my daily update um, from some reliable sources. I get my financial update every morning, and then I'm on to my day. The day-to-day operations for me are not changing. We will talk about how we're changing, though, the way we show homes in a little bit, at least at Remax um, Service First. But let's just talk a little bit more about that market overall. I, don't, I just don't see the market changing overall. I think that overall you're going to have, um, it, this year, 2020, is going to be a great year. It just might be delayed a little bit. It might be a little soft starting out. But keep in mind that buyers are still out there. Buyers are waiting. They are not going to let the threat of a virus, which they probably won't even you know, have any effects of or see in most cases, 
they're not going to let that uh, get in the way of them finding a perfect home. So I think it's important to also remember that our house prices in general have fully recovered from the crash that we saw back in 2009 to 2012 and even before that. In fact, we are up 9% at the end of, uh, well, I should say as of January of 19, the last time that this was measured by the National Association of Realtors, we are up 9% from the previous high we saw back in 2007. So as an economy, I mean, you know, things are great, right? Um, However, what we are seeing is, on average, many more renters per available home. In other words, the renters that want to leave the renting market and buy homes um, have a lot of competition. So that bodes well for a seller, right? So a survey the National Association of Realtors did last year, at the end of last year, in the fall of 2019, asked if it was a good time to buy and asked if it was a good time to sell. 63% of the people they talked to said it was a good time to buy. Now again, that's buyers. 37% said, well, not a good time. Out of the 63%, 33% said strongly, yes, this is the time. It's a great time to buy. Now remember, these people are entering the market, okay, when prices are at a at an all-time high. So that's a good sentiment, right? So let's focus on sellers. The sellers, 74% of overall, uh, the the sellers that were overall surveyed said, yes, this is a good time to sell. Um, 43% said, this is a very, very good time to sell. If you look at the statistics, right, as of the end of January 2020, now this is statewide. Remember that There are a lot of homes up north, on the west side of the state, southwestern part of the state, some of them at lower price points that are just not selling. There's just not the demand in those areas. In the metro Milwaukee area, in the Madison area, in the Fox Valley area, that's very different. So take these numbers with a grain of salt, but I find it very interesting. Total listings statewide were at 22,092. Now that was active listings in January of 2020. Believe it or not, from the previous year, that was down 14%. Down 14%. That's a lot. So if we look at the monthly home sales that closed in January of 2020, it was actually up 8.9%. So 4,143 homes sold in Wisconsin January of 2020. That was 8.9% higher than January of 2019. So, again, I mean, when we look at where we're at, you know, there's a tremendous amount of opportunity for a seller. So let's talk about price points and price ranges. Now, again, this is statewide. When you look at the active listings by price, those homes that were under 125000 or I should say 125000 or less, if you will, uh, were at about 4800 125 to 200 at about 5000 and then 200,000 to 350 that I was alluding to earlier, the active listings were the most, 6,516 homes. But as you go, as you go up from there, 350 to 500, it dwindles significantly, 3,000 roughly, and 500,000 and up, only about 2,600. So let's talk about scenarios. What does that all mean to you? Because you may be sitting back and saying, well, John, I, you know, 
here I have this $300,000 house and I want to move into a $500,000 house. What does that look like? Well, that actually is a really good scenario for you. If you are one of those buyers that is, that is fortunate enough to be able to be upgrading, so to speak, if you're going to sell a home that's between 200 and 350, you will have more buyers out there um, than in any other price point. So that's good news for you. What does that mean? That means you should be able to get really good, uh, a really good offer from someone, possibly multiple offers if, if we do our job right. But the, the good news for you is that you're going into a price point above that with less buyers. So yes, you have less listings, but you have, I think, proportionally less buyers. So in theory, you should be able to get a decent deal. One of the common concerns that people have is if I sell now at my price point of, let's say, 300 and I'm going to go into the $500,000 price point, I'm overpaying when I buy. So I might be getting more on the sales side, but I might be paying more on the buyer side. And that's true. I mean, obviously, every scenario is different, right? Every scenario can be a little bit different. If you are downsizing, and this is the challenge that a lot of our elder community has, where they said, you know, John, I know I can sell in, um, in probably a day or two. I can get a good offer, and I can probably get what I ask. But where am I going to go after that? I'm downsizing. I'm looking at a condominium. I'm looking to move into a ranch. That's the tougher part, right? So when it's all said and done, I get it. Um, this is why we really need, as agents, good agents, need to sit down and talk to you and, and really look at your scenario and look at the options. Bring your lender in. We do everything as a team at REMAX Service First. So it, it, we're not just talking about your selling. We're talking about what's next. Even if, it, even if it's renting, I've got to make sure that you find suitable housing, right? Because last I heard, you, you probably don't want to live on the street. All right, so to wrap this up before we get into what you do when you show a home in this environment, uh, or buy a home too when you go see things, uh, let's look at the January 2020 spotlights. Now remember, this is just a summary of what the Wisconsin Realtors Association is putting out there. The average days on the market were down 3.5% compared to January of 2019. Inventory is down, total listings down 14%, but yet the median home prices were up almost 9%. Home sales up 9%, median home prices up 9%. What does that mean? That means, boys and girls, this is a great time to sell. I, took to, I spoke to two sellers today, and I just laid the facts out to them, and both of them said, let's get our house on the market right away. So, you know, we know in this unknown world, so to speak, that there will be an economic effect with the corona or the uh, coronavirus, right? We know that's going to happen. To me, though, on an, on an economical scale, we, we haven't seen yet what's going to happen. Now, quarter two for most businesses are probably not going to be the best. Quarter three, quarter four, I think those are going to be potentially really good quarters. Again, I'm not an economist, but that's my take on the market. So let's go back to what we do now when we're looking at homes. Obviously, if you're, if you're coughing and you're feeling those signs and the symptomatology of potentially any sickness, you shouldn't be inside somebody else's house. You know, there's a family that lives there. You could be coughing. You could be expelling germs. You could be, you know, leaving your germs on their surface where they have little kids so as a buyer, you know, we really rely on you to make some good 
some good judgment decisions. And if you're not feeling up to it, then you shouldn't be out looking. And I know what people think. People think, well, John, I can't lose out on this potential opportunity. Well, if that's the case, wear a mask, wear gloves, wear shoe booties when you walk in. On a seller side, what we introduced yesterday to all of our agents, and they're having these conversations with our sellers uh, as we speak, is what do we do to protect our sellers? So if I'm going to list a home and I'm going to go live, usually we do that with you know an open house or two. But if I expect a lot of people to come into my open house, now I have to manage this. And what does that mean? It means just like everywhere else, restrictions. I'm not going to allow more than a couple couples into the house at any given time. And that stinks. And, and in a two-hour open house, I may, I may have to have people wait outside. I expect that to happen. I understand that people might get upset. One of the things that we are leading the industry in, and I don't know of any other company that's doing this in southeastern Wisconsin yet, and I hope it catches on, is if you are going to show one of our listings and you're an agent with another company or you're an agent within our own company, you need to ask your buyers four questions. Essentially, those four questions are, have you traveled out of the United States in the last 14 days to an area affected by this Coronado virus? Or Coronado, I, see, I keep saying Coronado, coronavirus. Maybe I'm thinking of San Diego, which is a much nicer place sometimes than Wisconsin. But have you been outside of the U.S.? Have you been affected by somebody who has been exposed to this virus? Are you, are you coughing? Are you sneezing? Are you exhibiting signs and symptoms? If you are, we can't have you in. And we are relying on the other agents to make sure that they are restricting access to those who are healthy. Um, again, I, you know, I understand the need to get into homes, but if you're a husband, you know, you can't come into our house. Maybe the wife and kids can go in because they're not, you know, feeling bad. But then again, if you've been exposed to somebody with the virus, you know, these are all times that are unfolding and evolving and it's a fluid situation and we don't really know how to handle it. We're going to err on the side of caution and not let you in. And by the way, that's not discriminatory. It's just, it's good practice. What we don't want in our industry, we want to self-manage this. What we don't want is we don't want the government coming in and shutting us down. Bars, restaurants, um, most are open to some degree across the country and in the metro Milwaukee area. But um, in other parts of the country, um, and I'm hearing from broker owners from all over the Remax network nationwide, they're down. They're down completely. Bars and restaurants are not open at all. And, and I just can't imagine the devastating economic effect that it has on people. But um, look, we're going to keep operating. Uh, we're going to do it safely. So if you're a seller, here's what you need to do to prepare for showings. You need to make sure that you have booties available. You need to make sure that you have sanitizer available. And I know that's really tough to find these days. Um, but you need to have those things available to you. And if you don't have sanitizer, have a place where people can go and wash their hands. Have a towel or two available to them. After the showings, you need to go and sanitize all of your surfaces, including your doorknobs, all the surfaces where you or your family might be touching. Remember, some of these viruses will last up to 72 hours um, just on a surface. You touch that surface, you unknowingly are touching the virus. It's now on your finger. It's on, you know, you, you rub your nose, you put it in your mouth. And what do kids do, right? They're constantly putting fingers in their mouths. So those are things we can manage. You just have to be really careful. And these are not panic moments. These are just smart moments. These are moments where we take a, a minute and we figure it out. 
Uh, and by the way, these are all things we should be doing in, on a regular basis, right? But I think this pandemic has really got people to finally figure out how to properly live in, a, in what really is a germ-ridden world. It's just the reality of where we live. The sad part is we're also relying on other people to do their part. If I'm selling my house, those are the suggestions I'm going to give you. As soon as the open house is done or showings are done, Oh, and by the way, I'm going to turn on all the lights so I don't have you touching my, my light switches. I'm going to leave all doors open to a small degree. And then hopefully you're not touching the, uh, the doorknob. But if you are, I'm going to clean those when we're done. You know, good luck again finding Lysol, but I'm sure most of us have those household products in our home already. And there's no need to go crazy on them. Just a light sweep, a light spray, I should say, wipe it down, you're good. Um, good, smart decision-making. We are altering the way we do business to protect not only our clients and their family, but also our agents and our staff. We have a limited amount of activity in our office. Our office does remain open to the public. Uh, that could change any day. Again, very fluid situation. We're, we will adapt as we need to. But we're also set up to work remotely. You know, we're cloud-based. We use electronic signatures. Everything we do is, 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 is set up to scale remotely. So that's not an issue in our part. And, and, and to be honest with you, right now, life goes on in, in real estate until they shut us down. And that's something that I hope doesn't happen. We need to look out for our clients that they have a need to sell or buy a home. And we're going to make that happen as safely and as healthy as we can. I hope that gives you some ideas of things to think about. In summary, great market, great time to sell. If you are thinking about selling, contact your real estate agent. Contact us here at Remax Service first. We'd be very happy to help you. We'll talk very candidly and transparently about some of the ways that we're preventing the spread of this virus as best as we can, but we're still marketing and doing the things we need to do for you. Hey, I'm John Gescheidmeyer, and if you enjoy this podcast, please share it with others. Give me your feedback. I'd love to know what you think. I'd love to know for future topics what you'd like to see. And above all else, make today a great day, everybody. This is John Gescheidmeyer of Wisconsin Real Estate Today, your real estate expert. This podcast is designed to equipping people with the teaching and tools they need to succeed in real estate. I hope you enjoy this episode and subscribe for more real estate content.